I'm well, a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500. I'm just Captain Fun. I guess. Or a captain suit, the, the show from now on. I don't like the half point. Well, that's called the hook. I don't like it. What the hook How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm going to have a coronary. I'm getting too old for this job, but you guys may have won. Upset. If you look back at where the term came from, it was from a horse race. Upset when did you turn a, into Cliff Clavin? I like this job. <laughs> I've had it for a long time, Paul. Last one. This is the chemistry lab. I'm on the verge of next year's Super Bowl. I can't Bowl. help what I think. Be honest, Paulie. You're not doing this for <laughs> other people's entertainment. You are truly enjoying this. This is Orange Nation. With Stephen Fonte and Paulie Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us. We are back from the long holiday. Hope you had a great 4th of July. Stephen Fonte, Paulie Sebelia with you up until 2 o'clock. We've got a pair of guests lined up for you on the show today. Randy Miller, Yankees writer for NJ.com, will join us at 12.30. Then coming up at 1 o'clock, we'll talk with Mike McAllister, publisher of AllSyracuse.com. lot to talk about uh, with Mike. lot to talk about with you, our listeners, at 315-437-7644. Before we get into all that, how are you, Paulie? It's been a been a minute since I we've uh, been doing a show I'm together. I'm good. I spent a whole weekend uh, cuddling my dog because she was a ball of anxiety from all the, the fireworks. fireworks. Yeah. Yes, she walked around. She walks around the Fourth of July holiday like I do most of my life, just terrified of everything. <laughs> it was uh, it was awful. We uh, we were up in in Old Forge. You know, we go to Old Forge every Fourth of July. I was I was there this morning, as a matter of fact, which is why I got here early. I didn't want to be late. So did I, you I book sure. next year? Oh on yeah, the way we, out, we, like we, always, always do. We, we always book a year ahead of time, so we'll be at the same place next year. Uh, we had a great week. It, it always goes by so quick, but the weather was—I mean, I, the weather was here was great as well, right? Yeah, I grilled out every day yeah. by myself. I mean, it was like chicken. it was in the seventies. It was cool. Not a raindrop to be found it was uh it was fantastic hope hope uh, everybody had a great fourth of july as well we are back at it though paulie and i think we need to change the open of the show steve to what i don't think the bubble is very fun right now syracuse is on the bubble of expansion and i don't like it because yeah. i got a bad feeling about this it's so the news broke forward. thursday as we were winding down and then we didn't have a show on friday but ucla and usc are going to the Big Ten, and I think everyone is bracing for another round of conference realignment, and that's what you're referring to with the bubble. Yeah, I, and it's going to have to be a super, super conference if I was uh, if I was commissioner of either one of them in order for Syracuse to make it, right? It'd have to be 64 teams about where I would say, and at what point, as you and I were talking for, at what point does a conference say, we're not going to make money if we have that many teams? Right, right. Because, you know, how many how many slices can you divvy up that pie into where you're still making a lot of money? Now, you know, the Big Ten, prior to UC, USC and UCLA announcing that they were joining the conference, prior to that, the Big Ten was seeking a, a TV deal, a new TV deal in the range of $1 billion with a B. Um, now, these two schools obviously add value to that. So there's plenty of money to be made and plenty of money to go around. But to that point, and we were talking about this off air before the show, what is the end goal here for the SEC and the Big Ten? What What is the what is the ideal number? Do they have an ideal number right now? I think 24 each. Right? Because you got to be able to make the travel work, I would think. And that gives you two divisions of 12 yeah. in each conference. That you can't have Rutgers in UCLA playing in softball. You can't. 
it's too much money. It doesn't make financial sense. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Syracuse would make a 64 team bracket. I just can't make it work. The the one thing that I come to when I think Syracuse it's got it working for it is it's the only New York State college football team. Right. New York's college team. <laughs> right. Does that Remember that them? branding. Do people in New York New York City care enough about Syracuse football? To have a school go, we're going to get eyes in the biggest television market. And obviously, you know, the, the rebuttal to that would be Rutgers. I know Rutgers is not in New York State, but Rutgers is in that New York City market. You know, Notre Dame has a strong alumni base in New York City. That's the other element of this that, you know, Notre Dame, again, we circle back to Notre Dame holds the keys to a lot of this. And I, I think the, the belief all along with the ACC was, well, we'll let them join in this way. We'll let them join as a member in everything other than football. We'll build in this structure where they play five games every year, and they'll be a quasi-member. And then if they ever decide to join a conference, it's going to be us. And now I think we all realize that's off. Like that's well, not happening. That's the only way the ACC is saved, is if Notre Dame joins. And then you're going to have three power conferences. Right, but that is, that is not happening. Right, that is not happening. No, they're going the, to the Big 10. Notre right? Dame well, I think Notre Dame's going to stay independent for as long as they can. They will they will hold out as long they, as they, they can. They can't very much. If they longer. can't, if they truly can't, they're not joining the ACC, they're going to the Big 10. Right. I, right? I mean, that there's no doubt about that. Yeah, or the SEC, but Big 10 makes Big most Big 10 sense. makes a lot more sense. Yeah, until they have to play California teams, right? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it doesn't make nothing makes any I sense. Mean, but they they play USC anyway. So, you know, it, it it's not happening, and I think that, that was the belief all along. The ACC said, "Okay, we're in good position. We got the the fifty million dollar you know buyout. That if you know if they leave prior to twenty thirty four, you got to pay fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars with this the the way that this new Big Ten TV deal is going to be structured. Fifty million dollars is going to be nothing, right? Yeah. The other thing is, is I'm looking at football wise, I can make an argument that Cincinnati is a better fit for school, you know, for the two yeah. super conferences than, than Syracuse or Boston College. Because of football. Yeah. They don't hurt you in basketball either. Right. But I guess the people that want to see Syracuse play Georgetown twice a year are going to get that if this is what happens. Well, again, it, so much of it depends on what is the end goal. And we know that, you know, we saw reports. I'm sure you saw the reports. I was yeah, I was unplugged to some degree up in Old Forge. Not a lot of cell service up there. But, you know, I was reading up as much as I could. You know, we, we saw the reports, Washington and Oregon, among other schools. But those two in particular reached out to the Big Ten. The Big Ten said, no, we're standing pat right now. So that doesn't mean they're standing pat forever, but if they're holding off Washington and Oregon again, like again, what is the what is the ideal number? You know, they're at sixteen right now. The buyout for the ACC teams is outrageous, but but you make it. My point is, you make it if you get to the Big Ten or the SEC after this new TV deal, you make it back like yeah, that. Yeah, because they're going to get the SEC and the uh, Big Ten are going to get part of the ACC's money. And the Pac-12's money, right, right. for their television contract. And the, I mean, the Big 12, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, the, it, it, the, the other three, yeah. the ACC, yeah. the, the Big 12, and the Pac-12, they're going to kind of all meld into these two super conferences, yeah. you would think. And the money's going to go, that TV money's going to go to the SEC and the Big 10. Right. So, I mean, $50 million 
when they came up with this arrangement, it sounded it, listen. It's still a lot of money, but it's not as much money as it was when they yes. when they agreed to this yep. when they agreed to the exit fee. So I I don't know if that is as much a deterrent now as it was then, right? Everybody's like, well, Clubs, it's not going anywhere. It's fifty million dollars. Well. You go to one of these super conferences. You, you, it's an investment in your future. You're gonna, yeah, it might be uncomfortable for that first year, but you're gonna make it back in a heartbeat. Yeah, and if TV TV's going to know what the conferences are gonna look like before it happens, right? Also, so it's it's not gonna be fun. That's my take. I'm Captain Fun, and this isn't gonna be fun. No, unless this isn't it, be unless, fun. unless it goes to sixty four teams. Because there's going to be the What About Us conference I created, Steve. You did. You actually did a lot of show prep today. I will, gi- I will give that to you. The What About Us conference is not, uh, I'm not, <laughs> there's not a lot of games I want to buy tickets to yeah. if it's a football game. Now, basketball could be a different story based on the, the teams that you put in there. So you want to tell everybody what you did? You, you laid out if I was various com- scenarios. Yes, if I was the commissioner of the Big Ten, and uh, the SEC, I did a 24-team league and a 20-team league, Steve. And uh, I I couldn't find a way to get the orange on there. I mean, you know, if they, if they go academics at some point and decide that's important, Stanford and Syracuse will probably make it. But yeah, no, not right now. Duke, obviously, strong in that area. Yeah, Duke's, you know, uh, Duke's, Cal, Duke, Cal. Duke's in the What About Us conference. Cal's in there, too, I see. Or we could call it the SAT, because all the schools with the high SAT scores are going to be playing. Well, not all the schools. Some of them are are safe. Um, Well, no, I'm talking about in the What About Us conference. Right, right, So, So so both are at 16 right now. The SEC and the Big Ten are both at 16. So that's 32. You know, do they stand pat? It it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. They're going to go to 20 at least. I, I would think so. 24 was where I... Tapped out. Yeah, again, 20 is a nice even number. You got two divisions of 10, 24. Obviously, you could go to the two divisions of 12. Um, and then, I mean, if you if you start adding teams, it goes back to what we were talking about before the show. You know, how many slices of the pie is too much before the other schools don't want it? Yeah. You know, and you don't want to water down the conference. You want the best of the best, the best of the best. Now, in terms of the schools not in the SEC or Big Ten right now, the, obviously, I, the biggest free agent is Notre Dame. Yes. Obviously, after that, it's probably Clemson, Florida State, Miami, in some order, right? Yes. So I, if I go twenty teams in the SEC, Steve, and I add four teams to their current lineup with Texas and Oklahoma, I add Miami, Florida State, Clemson, and Baylor. Those are my four in the SEC. It's hard to argue with that, right? You know? Yeah. I guess my point is is that you know you look at the the top four free agents so to speak are ACC schools if you consider Notre Dame an ACC school right the the ones that everybody's going to be after right. Clemson Florida State Notre Dame Miami those are those are the ones that both conferences the SEC and Big Ten are going to have their eyes on and one of my uh, one of my Big Ten uh, early additions is going to be a shocker to people I think I'm adding if I go to twenty teams. In the Big Ten, adding uh, after UCLA and USC, I had four teams. I had Notre Dame, North Carolina, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia. Yeah, there was a report out last week that uh, that there was some mutual interest between the Big Ten and 
North Carolina. So yeah. that's yeah, that's that, interesting. They're a good get, believe yeah. it or not. Well, yeah. So that's where I stand. Do you see an issue with any of those? I, I really don't, and I we're in agreement that. Again, Miami, Florida State, Clemson, Notre Dame are all, you know, they're all very attractive. And if you lose, if, if you're the ACC and you lose multiple teams, of the, teams. Of the, well, I'm saying Five, of, those four, of those four, well, right, you throw Carolina in there. But even if you lose two of those, you're in a lot of trouble, right? right? If you, let's just, for the sake of argument, say they lose Florida State and Clemson on the same day, just like UCLA and USC jump ship. Let's say Clemson and Florida State both jump ship. You, add- you are in a lot of trouble. You add, uh, well, you can add whoever you want, but the the value of the next TV deal yeah. is, I mean, the the life's going to get sucked out of it. All right, you ready to go to twenty four teams, Steve? After uh, after adding uh, Miami, Florida State, Clemson to uh, the SEC in Baylor, I had NC State, Texas Tech, TCU, in Virginia. Yeah, I I don't have an issue with that. Virginia's a little iffy, but I will say um, again, and this is all of this is so preliminary. But we saw last week Virginia was was being linked to the Big Ten, not the SEC. But you know, yeah, I could be wrong in where they go. It's just they're going right. It makes more sense for them to be where you put them in the Southeastern Conference, (laughs) not in the Big Ten, but. As we've seen, geography doesn't really seem to matter uh, to these conferences. And then uh, I go Big Ten expansion, uh, West Virginia, right? Louisville, Virginia Tech, Oregon, Washington. Then you've got a Western Conference and a Eastern Conference in the Big Ten. Which would make some sense geographically. Right. Um, interesting to note. So I, you know, I, I did some studying up on this as well, and I kept seeing Kansas popping up as as being attractive because of because of basketball and logistics, like travel wise. Yeah. they would make sense. you would couple of them with some of the other Big Twelve schools that would you know merge in, into one of those super conferences. Um, and I know you've got Kansas in your What About Us conference. There's some good schools in that What About Us conference that you have. Yeah, they're good in one sport. Right. They're not good in... Well, most, good universities, too, yeah. though. I mean, again, we talked about Stanford, uh, Duke, Syracuse. Where's education get you in this world? <laughs> right. It's not about academics. Mm-hmm. And we learn the new chips. It's certainly not about basketball. It's about money. But, yeah, that What About Us conference, man, would it be fun in... Uh, no, it wouldn't, wouldn't be fun in anything. Is there anything fun about looking at that conference? Oh, we get to play uh, Boston College, Pitt still. That's nice. And Wake Forest. SU would dominate lacrosse in that conference. I'll tell you that. Woo. Oh, how about that rivalry with Washington State <laughs> they could build? <laughs> CBW is saying that, that the, the, the TV deals are locked in. There's no such thing as a contract anymore. That contract will dissolve. TV will take them to court and say, you know what? This isn't what we signed up for. And they'll 
have a buyout and everybody will move on their separate ways. And, and again, the yes, the the schools have that media rights deal in place until 2034 in the ACC. But again, the point is that that $50 million exit fee is not the same deterrent it was when they signed that. Well, also, one, when one they trip to, to court it. and it's going to get figured out or an arbiter. But again, gonna... even if it doesn't, if they hold them, if the ACC holds them to, let's say Clemson and Florida State leave, they hold them to the $50 million exit fee. The schools are still going to go because it's going to be worth their while. But if you go to court, there's also the chance that they're not going to be held to it. So you're going to make be. a you're going to make a deal. Yeah, could be. Where's Aaron Solomon? Yeah, right. We, well, need we have a lot to talk about with him next time he's on. You want uh, to go to the phone? Yeah, let's go to the phone lines. Three one five four three seven seventy six forty four. John in Syracuse kicking us off on the show today. Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Good. You know what? About this new stuff coming up now, you know, I'm 72 years old. I had season tickets for almost 50 years. I've seen the greatest of F2 sports, football, basketball, everything. In the last 20 years, I've told you, the landscape of college football, basketball, and sports is changing, and it's never going to be the same again. And Syracuse is too small of a private, unimportant school to be in with the big boys coming down the line. The glory days of SU sports are over, and everybody will say, oh, I'm Mr. Negative. No, I'm a realist. I could see it coming 20 years ago. You know it's coming. A school like Syracuse is not going to be able to compete with the big boys. They will in basketball and lacrosse. No, well, it won't in basketball. Okay, tell me why, John. Cause, because the Big because East has, done, won't. The Big East has a, done fine in basketball. Right? Have they not? But it's going to keep getting narrowed down farther and farther and farther. So maybe the top 40 or 50 programs in the country will stay alive. After that, everybody else is going to be left on the side of the road. Yeah, it'll be see And I'm not just picking on Syracuse. Purdue, all schools like them, they're going to be Purdue's all left fine. on the Purdue's side of the road. Purdue's not going anywhere. Purdue's already got a place to stay. Well, yeah, because they're in the Big Ten, but it's still going to get narrowed down more and more. And I'm just telling you, be be realistic. Don't am, live I in am, a fantasy fo- world. I'm not. I'm not. Football is in a, lot, a big heap of trouble. Basketball, I'm never going to worry about basketball. They'll be well, fine. you better, they, better worry could, about they basketball, up, too. John, they could end up playing Georgetown twice a year. They could end up playing Villanova again. They'll be fine. It's football uh, where the money is, and that's going to be a big problem. All right, we'll All right, see. Tom. Appreciate you, you checking in. Yeah, Purdue's fine. Rutgers is fine. You do wonder if there was just like one day, okay, everybody's a free agent, let's do a draft. You wonder if Purdue and Rutgers would end up being fine. Uh, but they are. They're in, they're in the Big Ten. Um, so they're going to be just fine. The other possible scenario with this whole thing, we talk about you know the, the five conferences, the Power Five conferences right now, you know, being dwindled down to two. What if it's dwindled down to three? What if it's what if you end up having three super conferences? That's what I 20, did. Right. So what had, about us? Right. Oh, that's the that's yes, the super the conference. Is. Okay. It's not so super, but it's a conference. Yeah. Yeah. Um because that that could end up happening too. I mean, you could end up having 20 in the SEC, 20 in the Big 10, and then 20 in this. I've got 24 or 20 and UConn is not even on the list. Right. Which I probably should have put on. You threw Navy in there. I threw San Diego State in there. Yeah. Homer pick. I think UConn, UConn prob- makes probably ends up in yeah. that. What about, what about us conference? Um, but, yeah, I mean, 
listen, J- John is right in that it, it's. Do you agree with me? Basketball is fine. I, I yes, I, I tend to agree with you. Now, I, I will say this. When UConn missed out on going to the ACC, we said at the time, I said at the time, UConn's in a lot of trouble. Now, UConn is still relevant in basketball, but they are not they're what just they recently, were before. Right. They're just recently relevant, they, though. So they destroyed them. Exactly. <laughs> so, I agree with you that Syracuse, my guess is Syracuse basketball is going to be fine, but you, we saw what happened to UConn. It, it, they didn't get a, a well, seat in they, the musical chairs when the music stopped, and they, they got... Well, they also follow, they also followed football instead of you know thinking that basketball was our money getter. Right. If they had followed basketball and went to the Big East and just sent their football back down to where it was prior, they probably would have been okay basketball. That's fair. That's a fair point. But are you suggesting Syracuse do that? Uh, no. But maybe you work out a, a deal like Notre Dame, where you're playing football against. Some schools in basketball against your old Big Almost East. like you're an independent football-wise, and then you play everything else in the Big East, or, or what the Big East used to be. Right. What? I'm just... You can't even form an Eastern League, like BC, Syracuse, Temple, Duke, Wake Forest. <laughs> Whoa, that's awful football. All right, we do have to take our first time out. I, I see Stephen North Syracuse is on the line. Steve, if you could please hold. Uh, we, we will get to you on the other side. Um, we got to take our first time out. We've got Randy Miller coming up at 1230. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 at 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. <laughs> the artist of the day, Steve is Hootie and the Blowfish. Cracked Rear View was uh, released today in 1994. I called them a one-album wonder. Like, they had one album full of hits. This was not on it. But this is Tucker's Town, and it uh, it hit the top uh, 20 for them in 1996. And Darius Rucker has done very well for himself yes. as, a, as a country artist since they, then. They had seven top 20 hits, so yeah. I was able to... Uh, Piece it together. Piece it together. Yeah. So Tucker Town, Tucker's Town. I, I wouldn't. There. I wouldn't be mad at you if you if you played a Darius Rucker song. Yeah, uh, it won't happen. The, no, it won't. Okay. He's 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 Hootie today. Okay, we're celebrating Hootie. Fair enough. Uh, Steve in North Syracuse has been uh, holding patiently. Steve, thanks for uh, holding. How are you today? I'm I'm fine, and I must say I, I like the uh, shade of blue that uh, Steve is wearing, and the shade of white that Paulie's wearing is good too. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I'm going to go rapid fire here because I know you've got something coming up here. Uh, I view this as a, an attempt by the uh, uh, football factories to have a sort of rapture where they go to a better place where they're completely in charge and they don't have to split the money up with too many other teams. And Syracuse is probably going to wind up in the left behind group. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I, uh, uh, they're organizing uh, conferences by TV markets, and yet the bigger the TV market, the less interest there is in college sports. Uh, the, historically, the, the hotbed of popularity for college sports has been smaller markets like Syracuse, where it's the college team that puts the, the people there on the map. 
And um, I think cutting themselves off from that is a bad thing. Also, you've got all these schools that are used to going 12 and 0, 11 and 1, 10 and 2 in a bad year. Uh, will be playing each other more often, and they're going to have to get used to having uh, eight and four, seven five, or maybe five and seven, eight and four. They need the Syracuses of the world, so they don't wind up with a record like the Syracuses of the world. Uh, I also think that uh, uh, conferences should make geographical sense, natural rivals, people can drive to road games, uh, um, and they should represent uh, various uh, areas of the country. And I don't think that you necessarily need to be in the same conference for every sport. The football team could be in a conference with its most logical rivals. Basketball, same thing. Lacrosse, the women's sport, same thing. And if we're in the left-behind group, we might be able to organize with schools that are more similar to us than the powerhouses that are going to be in these two conferences. And I think I'd rather be in a situation like that than to be roadkill in a conference we're going to, where we're going to wind up playing three or four Clemsons a year and two or three Louisvilles and two or three NC States every year. Uh, so uh, I say let them go and let us go back to being uh, what college athletics should be about. All right, Steve. Uh, appreciate checking in. Good call as always. He's captain fun today. Yeah, he's enjoying this. I, I mean, that that's a, a a whole nother part of this discussion, which we really haven't talked about yet. Is that if Syracuse is in that group that's left behind, or this "What About Us" conference, is that necessarily a bad thing when it comes yes. to football? It's a bad thing. Well, it's a bad thing for it's a, for the dollars yeah, and cents. No good thing coming of that. Yay! You get to play BC and Pitt. Woohoo! Well, you said UConn did the wrong thing by trying to keep its football program relevant, and that didn't work. And now, and then everything else took Syracuse a hit because of it. Has to keep its football program relevant. Has to. I'm not saying you disband your football no, program. Know, I'm but, saying though, but if Syracuse is one of maybe three schools that can survive. You know, with a. With their basketball program, that's what I'm saying. Being what it is, and but you still need football, right? I know you need football. I'm saying, is it the worst thing in the world? Yes, I'm, it's, it's I'm, terrible. I'm not saying I, which side I'm on. I'm look just at, saying that's a whole nother. Look at what you've done to Captain. Part Fun. of this topic, though, it's terrible. It's not fun at all. Okay, I'm gonna go burn because my it, captains. If Syracuse went into the SEC or Big Ten right now, it would it'd be ugly. It's ugly in the ACC. That's true. It's fine. Ugly. It's better to have an ugly girlfriend than no girlfriend. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm with you, by the way. I mean, I they they need a chair. They want a chair when the music stops. Um, football might be more competitive though if they if they don't get a chair, right? In one of these super conferences, we, we can circle back to this. We got to take a break. We got Randy Miller from NJ.com set to join us next to talk Yankees baseball. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 at 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. Let her cry. Hootie and the Blowfish is our artist of the day. This is a good one, Steve. She might be miserable and terrible. You just let her cry. 95. 1995. The song hit number nine for Hootie and the Blowfish. This is a good song. It's really good. 
Two more left. I think you can guess them. I just want to. I just want to play the song. Yeah, me too. I haven't heard this in a while. Yeah, it's been a been a minute. All right, so. You wanted to get to something, Paulie. Yes, I want to ask you where it fits in the the pantheon of uh, sporting and athletic moments. What Joey Chestnut did yesterday, eating, winning the hot dog contest on crutches and choking out a protester all at the same time. Did you see it? The protester ran out. I saw the video. Saved, yeah, saved, I did not watch live. But saved I saw the, the animals, and he. What I would uh, equate to a next snapping move that they do in movies and just dropped the guy. He didn't skip a beat. No. He is Joey Chestnut. Where would you put that? Uh, like uh, Someone on my Facebook said it's up there with the Jordan flu game. I know you're saying this tongue-in-cheek. Dude, no. No, I'm not. This is That was amazing. He it, went on It was amazing win. in its, in its that own would way. Be the equivalent of a fan running out onto the court Steph Curry suplexing him and then, <laughs> and then shooting dropping three. three. Yeah. All in one All motion. motion. Yeah. Yeah. There's some truth to that. You don't you don't do what he did. In, yeah. I was impressed. I would put that up there amongst one of the coolest things in sport I have seen. See, but that, it's is it a sport though? Yes. It's fun. It was so much fun to watch that. I just kept watching. He did a yeah. He like cracked his neck and the dude dropped. Those that's one thing those protesters don't realize. Even in hot dog eating contests, those dudes are big. And they're going to mess you up. Like you don't mess with pro eaters or athletes. They will drop <laughs> he is you. He's not an athlete. Stop. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. He holds enough world records. He's more of an athlete him. than a bowler. Steve, tell me this isn't athletic. During the break on QSportsTalk.com, you said if you were a competitive eater, you would do apple pie. Yeah. Joey Chestnut ate four and three-eighths, three-pound apple pies in eight minutes about yeah. nine years ago. Dude, yeah. tell me athlete. that's not an athletic accomplishment. Oh, like killing a man. It's impressive. That's over it's 12 not, pounds of apple pie. That's very impressive. Eight that minutes. Is, that is not an athletic achievement. Dude, he snapped a dude's neck. That is that was he's athletic. Not, he's not an athlete. Have you have you heard about Badlands Booker yet? He's he's the guy I care about. This massive like YouTuber. He raps. He eats. He has like the record for eating the most Maui onions in a certain amount of. T- he has a lot of records. He just eats what nobody else will eat. Well, he drank a gallon of pink lemonade in less than thirty seconds. It was gross, but so cool. Yeah, lemonade is tough to drink. Tough to drink fast. You're saying. No, it's, it's not tough, tough to, to drink. Well, it's tart and sour sometimes. Yeah, no, not a fan. It's like you couldn't drink like drink a Dr. Pepper's like. A he thing, drank right? a two liter in nineteen seconds. Badlands Booker. Gross. Does he do hot dogs? I don't think so. I think he's more of the liquid guy. Got he's it. waiting for Chestnut to retire. And then he's the Joey Chestnut of fluids. Yes. And while while we're doing this quick uh, segment here. I also found a girl on TikTok that does the eating. Does the eating. <laughs> yeah, but she does it like Adam, the Adam Richmond eating, like man versus food. And she's better at it than him, and she's not fat like him. She's, she's stayed svelte. And uh, I saw her eat three pounds. It, this isn't three different things. 
She ate six eggs, three pounds of pancakes, a big pile of hash browns, a package of bacon, and a package of sausage in 45 minutes. Wow. A package? Yeah, yeah. Like the whole thing of bacon. Like the dude who brought, they needed an Olympic lifter to carry this plate out. And she crushed it. It's what makes America great. So dog videos, baseball cards, and and competitive eating. Yeah, gluttony. I'm a fan of gluttony. All right, we've got a caller here. Before we get to Scooter, though. Do you think Scooter bet on Chestnut? He might have. He might have. We'll ask him. You don't actually think Joey Chestnut is athletic, right? Like the the, the eating of the hot dogs. Yeah. That's not an athletic You have to train like an athlete to do that. You have to... you well, have to strong get, men aren't athletic. They just lift no, things. No, you have to get Come your on, body Steve. into shape to do that. You have to train. Speed walker you or don't competitive just, eater? Who's more athletic? You don't just wake up and stuff hot dogs in your face. you got to practice and train. Right? Well, I'm not saying you, you don't, don't have to just, train. I mean, yeah, like no. people on Jeopardy have to train. That doesn't mean they're athletic to go on Jeopardy no, they, and win. That's people, not a physical feat. They feet. study. They, stu- <laughs> they don't train. Sure they do. What do they do? Just sit there clicking their finger all day? They, their studying is their training. Hmm. No, this is a physical thing. Yeah, dude. No, it's, it's, not, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not. It is so. It's an, it, you have to be. Make a poll, Jordan. <laughs> well, yes, poll. definitely. Definitely do Is it. that an athletic achievement? Yes. It's not. Yes. It's not. Let's get to Scooter in Jamesville. Scooter. Uh, we, we want to know, did you have any money on Joey Chestnut I'm going to go trade for Jeopardy and buy the like thumb button things to run around. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, not that. Uh, no, but my, my gut feeling is that he's not going to have a colon in the next 20 years. He keeps that up, man. I don't know where all that food goes. Yeah. Uh, but, ooh, geez. A uh, couple things. You're talking about. Got to be athletic for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> a couple things. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, if they keep uh, poaching the Pac-12, uh, the good teams, does the Rose Bowl still have any clout anymore? Yeah, because they'll they'll, they'll sp- sell the Rose Bowl as a sponsorship. USC can, you know, they don't. It may not be the Big Ten versus Pac-12, but they'll still yeah. they'll still exist and be a sponsored it, it, bowl. Yeah, it won't be, but it won't be the way it was. Because do you remember one of the reasons why they didn't go to the championship for the longest time? Because the Big Ten. And the Pac-12 are making a ton of money on the Rose Bowl, and the Rose Bowl won't move their game. If you remember, when they when they're trying to make the the, uh, the playoffs, they had to play it the day of New Year's because uh, they weren't they weren't moving the game to New Year's Eve. So the be interesting part of when it, when it comes to uh, playoff times, the Rose Bowls that may not have the clout as they had before. Uh, also, guys, uh, I had I couldn't wait any longer because it was going up, but. I am locked into uh, Syracuse over four and a half, minus one thirteen, uh, for, 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 for the games. Uh, it's already up to five in a couple of, a couple outlets. So interesting. Uh, that is interesting. I, I was hoping it was going to go down to four, but it just doesn't look like it's going that way. Uh, so four and a half. I'm not. I'm not as. I didn't. I didn't do the Bill Rafty send it in like I did last year. I don't have as much confidence. That was three. And uh, the other two I had last year I liked was under Boise State and under North Carolina. This year, it's it'd be interesting. Uh, you think they got the two wins and they got to find three. And parallel, the parallel programs I always looked at, and if you look, if you go back and look at it, it was Purdue and Syracuse. They hired their coach about the same time, the same type of recruiting 
just uh, you know, they, you know, they're in they're in Indiana where they have to compete against Indiana and Notre Dame for their their uh, athletes, and so uh, you know that type of school. And if you look at the records, it's about equivalent to you have Jeff Brown and Baber. So it, it's interesting. That's that's the game I'm looking for because that's the game that's going to show if Syracuse has improved their program. If they you know if they lose to Purdue, here we go again. Yeah, and if they lose to Purdue, that uh, that over four and a half is not looking so good. They lose to Louisville, you're they they have to start world of hurt. They have to start strong. We've we've been over that. Scooter is always appreciate you checking in. We should put more pressure on the coaching staff too, and make it so that we need them to win at least ten games the next two years, so they can maybe make us a a a a good looking football program to bring it to a conference. I mean, you brought that up before the show. We, I mean, we touched on it a little bit during the show. There are so many different topics that go with this one central topic, but there is some pressure. Yeah. But going is, into is this two year is going to make up for 20. I, I don't know, but you, you want to, if you're going to take that step, you want to take it now. There is yeah. some pressure to take that step now, yes. given the fact that it looks like we're on the verge. There's that phrase again uh, of another, you know, another round of conference realignment. So, in any event, I know we're desperately up against the clock. You know what goes through my head right now? Bring back the Could you imagine booking the hotel rooms for the, like, Nathan's Hot Dogs guys? Like, I would not want them in my hotel. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not staying here. <laughs> the plumbing bill is a mess afterwards. You're not staying here. All right. All right, let's take a time. We're we're up against the clock here. We're behind. We're, we'll get back on time. <laughs> go, go stay at the red roof. You're not staying here. Back after this on ESPN Radio.